Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The one thing, the one thing I really liked about uh, the '80s hairband videos that needs to come back. The one recurring motif were the bands that would rock so fucking hard they could change the physical properties of things. Like they would blow holes through walls for their rocking, or you know, go up to your shitty Honda Civic and go squibbly do, and all of a sudden it's a sleek Lamborghini. Like, hey, uh, thanks, Night Ranger. <laughs> That needs to come back, you know, like System of a Down or Queens of the Stone Age have to do a video where they're going, that cheese sandwich isn't grilled, squibbly flabbly do, and all of a sudden it's a melted cheese. Ow, god damn, you Armenian geniuses. But that concept kind of jumped the shark with the, uh, remember that supergroup Damn Yankees? Remember them? Oh my god. You had a guy. From Night Ranger, a guy from Styx and Ted Nugent, the Nuge formed a supergroup, and um, in their video, the police have cornered them in a house because they're dangerous. There's a 48-year-old guy from Styx in that band. Arrest them! So they. Uh, they're, they're just shooting bullets and shotgun shells into the house, filling the house with lead. But suddenly Ted Nugent comes out with his guitar and there's a squibbly, flabbly do, and the fucking bullets are ping, zang. He's deflecting the bullets with the power of his rocking. Listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast with your hosts, Elsie Fox and Baco. The boys are back, and let me tell you, people, things get a little hairy. I'm not one to give advice, but girl, you're in trouble and you better think twice. Now holding up your hands with diamonds on your rings is it love or money that makes you do these things?
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I am joined, as always, with the Sleeves Optional Baco. How are you, sir? I am well, Bluce. I'm just backing into my parking space as we talk right now. Ooh. I like a, a man that, ba- a euphemism. that backs in. Oh, I... <laughs> I, I get it, but uh, that, that's the first sign of manliness is if you can <laughs> if you can back into a parking lot with an F four fifty and yeah. and get it perfect the first time. Yeah, I've what yet to see you? any anybody in that vehicle that big get to Target do that uh, on the first crack. Yeah, it no. takes takes a couple times. Sure. <laughs> uh, your thoughts? You just want to mention that quick, or you want to go into that? You, 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 no. you seem like you're ripe. You're, you just you <laughs> threw that right at me. I'm actually just reliving a phone call we had the other day, but no, it's okay. We can save it for the future. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm, that was just uh, I'm doing a fucking excellent, man. How are you out there in uh, Denver, Colorado? There, loose, LC. I'm excellent. Just got back from a week vacation to the great uh, Northwest Indiana and uh, in Midwest. Uh, that sounds Indiana. more like uh, community service than a vacation. It really is. No, I, I, it was it was it was a family vacation split between my brother for mm. brother's family for half. It just and keeps getting worse. <laughs> yes, and, uh, and and but what I I'll just I just hit that quick, and that is that uh, when you go home, for those that that aren't townies and aren't in the same home, when you actually are with your parents for I'm going to call it the 48 hour mark. That's when the cracks really start to show. Where you're like, yes, I now understand the psychological makeup. And why I'm doing a podcast <laughs> to, to to unleash some of my stuff and, and and was into hard rock like like all those things you're like oh yeah I remember I remember this little thing here okay yeah. okay so that's that's the kind of vacation it was but uh, yeah glad to be back home and to get back with you yeah it's been a while man we've had uh, oh we, we went and saw other people for a while because we're 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 podcast swingers officially I think uh, I oh, had an episode with Chris yeah. uh, Sinzak and of course everybody just heard your episode with Aaron Camaro a week or two back. Well, don't be f- forget the Matt Porter that you were with as well. Oh, for for that was for Suns Out Mike's out. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, I'm always out there looking for new men to talk to. You know what I mean? Sure, <laughs> true. You, yes. you do it less than I do. Uh, I do. I, I want to throw a compliment your way, though, and, and I think this can, hmm. is is first off, uh, always enjoy the conversations that you have with uh, anytime Sinzak's on the show, and anytime that we that he's been on with me or talking mm-hmm. in general. Sinzak to me is somebody that I think I could go to lunch to every day and never run out of things to talk about. Um, uh, for the most part, um, but and then Matt Porter also is that kind of guy, you know. First off, glad to have somebody. Um, you know, I wish he was more positive. But it's good that, that he that, that you had the you know he's, he seems like a, a nice guy, and I think he's somebody you could go to lunch to also and never run out of things to talk about as long as those two things are Kiss and Star Wars. After if and you, Linda if you Carter. deviate, Linda Carter, yeah. Yes, and if you deviate from those two items, you might say check plays within five minutes because what else is there really? But uh, I like but, the part uh, no. where he said his mind hasn't really changed since he was ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm that. But yeah. but no, but also to always give you a compliment. I think that's the best compliment I can give you is after I was done listening to that episode, I thought to myself, you know what? Kiss is a band I might need it. You know, if I saw their 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 used CDs in a in a store, I might think about picking one up. You really sold me on this band. Uh, you're starting to do some used CD shopping now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, well, the people don't know. That's exactly what my comment to you uh, was after your Local H episode. A lot of fun. Not I, I. I'm one of those people that really only knows Local H from the handful of times you and I have talked about them on the show. When, sure. The handful of times Camaro's talked about him on uh, 
uh, Decibel Geek, and then, of course, the, the song Copacetic. That is really about eh, it. Eh, eh, eh. Um, yep. I knew a lot of the details. I knew it was two people. I know he's had some uh, a, a number of drummers over the years, so it's mainly the, the creative vision of the guitar, bassist, you know, whatever, songwriter guy. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun to listen to. Um, it was smooth. I, I, I didn't lose attention. I, it helped that I liked the music, I think. Um, but it, it was, uh, of course, I, I was not happy to find out that I am perfectly rated, but... That other than that uh, one low point, I, I was okay. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I told you that. You know, I, I do. You know, when I, I do a lot of record shopping, and if they have CDs, uh, there is a handful of CDs that are on my short list still. And then there's stuff that like because it shows like Decibel Geek or whatever, I'll actually like. I'll, I'm gonna start buying more Rush CDs because they did an episode of Rush, you know. So because mm-hmm. I see these things for three or four bucks all the time, why not dig into it and invest in it that way? If I was somebody who streamed music, I, I would probably. You go that route, you know what I mean. But uh, so, I would recommend that to you for Kiss. Uh, I think they're on uh, the <laughs> the Spotify's. I was I was thinking that uh, that someday we should do what 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 I did for the local age, but do it for like trying to get somebody into Kiss for the first time. What do you think? <laughs> we, should do, we should do an episode like that. Like we pick our top five Kiss songs for somebody who's never ever known Kiss, and then we we like, hey, it's something that you can you can share with with the youth to get them into it. So like, listen, these guys they might say fuck more than seventy five times, my young eleven year old son, and they might deviate from the script and talk about people you've never heard of before for the half hour, and then come back to the subject hand. This is a great starter for Kiss. What yeah, do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Did, okay. uh, Matt's not a very vulgar guy. Did he? Did he drop any f bombs? I should go back and give. Oh a count. no, I'm, I wasn't alluding to that. Okay, I, I was saying like like I'm just oh, saying we should uh, do you and like, me talking. Of course, is nonsense. Right, we're saying okay. like we should do an inter- introduction to Kiss for a future episode. Okay. We'll, we'll just, we'll, what do you <laughs> Sorry, think? I missed that part. I think yeah, that's a fucking great idea. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that was the whole point of that conversation. So sorry, you missed that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, one it's, key it's, detail you missed. Uh, the uh, Bruce Willis was actually dead the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think the problem is is that uh, I'm too far away from my mic by uh, per that uh, who's that guy that guy that says you motherfucker all the time. Uh, I think that's uh, Eric Miller. You motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other one. What's his name? Mm, Greg, okay. you motherfucker! Greg Smith. Whatever, whatever. The Greg mic Smitty. is right here. I swear to God, <laughs> that guy. I am like, I am like, Kiss in the seventies, and he's Rolling Stone. Every single move I make, I get cr- critiqued. Wow! I, 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 you guys must be having some off-air conversations. I'm not privy to. I'm just saying. Okay. The opens the 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 invitation's open. Two pick zero. <laughs> hey, before we get into today's episode topic, I had something I wanted to to run by. Uh, What's that? It's something from the news that happened while since since we've last actually got together to have one of our our little coffee conversations here. Um, mm. And it is Russian hacking shutting down certain businesses in this in this country. Like uh, they 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 hacked some gas company that supplied gas to uh, I don't know the the the, the southeast along up to the pipes. The, they hacked the pipes. The pipes. Yeah. And then, of course, it hit like some meatpacking plant that, and of course, it's the biggest one that supplies the most hamburger and steak to the country. Here is my fucking question. Our work actually got hacked, oh, five, six years ago by some people wanting some money. Wow. Um, print so, hack. Uh, it, it, yeah, you're really going after the big boys when you're coming after impressive print there uh, <laughs> uh, in Roseville, Minnesota. But anyway, yeah, they wanted like 10 grand or something. It was just fucking stupid. Here's my question, man. Yeah, this is a physical pipe that people built and put together, and it pumps liquid through it. Mm-hmm. Can't you just turn the computers off? 
Like, why why don't you just have the whole system on a backup set of computers? <laughs> Unplug these, don't connect the new ones to the internet, and then just start it. They don't have a fucking manual override? Why do you need the internet to kill a cow? You have can- you seen the movie 2001 with Hal? The, the Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the mess of a movie, but the, the Hal part, <laughs> you know? Uh, Dave, where are you going, Dave? Whatever he says, you know? You can't, you can't piss off the hell. I think people are – there's so many layers where you're at the point – I think what you're saying is right. It's a fucking pipe. Isn't there an on? And That's like, yeah. like, it's like somebody hacking your, your kitchen sink, right, in your mind. Yeah. Uh, how do right. we get the gas from that truck to the, the pump? Turn on the laptop. <laughs> It'll do well, the rest. Listen, this is the reason that, that uh, the bands can't change their set lists. It's the lights. You can't change the lights. It's got yeah. the program in it, right? So yeah. everything's set. Like we can't change. I don't know if you listened. If you listened to all of our episodes, all the all the times it goes in the background, that's the same part. We have mm. to make the jokes exactly at that minute mark. Every exactly, time. and and one's coming up right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, we use the same template every week. Uh, that's why. <laughs> that's right. You don't need to listen to more than one of our shows. It's the same show. Oh, God. We're, we're basically reality television people. We do the same set list. We just use different words. Uh, but but see, I, I, I just I honestly don't understand. It's like, why can't like well, that's basically what we did at work. We had to work without computers for two days. And to, I can't imagine that they basically just reinstalled everything on all the all the PCs in the shop, you know, sure. and then turned everything back on again. This is like this is why. And by the way, and people are actually buying smart televisions or, or I mean, smart refrigerators that will tell them when they're out of milk. OK, you're going to get hacked and then you won't be able to buy groceries. Someone <laughs> hacked your fridge and then you you don't get to get at, put anything in it. You know, it's like fucking amen. That's where we're fucking headed. I think it's amazing. Somebody was actually selling me on the point that has it now that was like, yeah, it's great. Sometimes I'm there and I'm, I'm like, Jesus. did I do we have milk or do we not have milk? And then I look in my camera and there yeah, we don't have milk. So they I go get the milk. I'm like, first off. That last thirty seconds, I'll never get back. Yeah. But the other, but the other other thing is, is that they, this is they took it one step further. I wish the camera also had some kind of way to see like density or whatever in the milk to know if is the milk <laughs> there, but it, does it have just a little bit left? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You'd rather have a camera in your refrigerator, which could possibly be angled and see your dick. It like mm. you know when you go in there, you uh, always go for the dick. Oh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But that's that's all they want is to spy on you, man. They start with the refrigerator, dude. Yeah. Why is this such a big deal? Why can't you just okay? We're shutting every computer off. What what can a hacker do if your computer isn't on? I think they could go into manual and all the stuff like that. But there would be like between point A and point B, they'd have to retrain all these people. How do you do it <laughs> this way? And then no, I'm not making a joke. No, no, and, you're then, you're spot and, on. Okay, and then if, but or. They could pay these assholes $5 million and they give you the keys back to the kingdom. And then you hopefully figure out with the FBI to hunt them down and get them in jail. This happens, by the way, friends of mine that are in IT, more times than you would think with oh. a lot of companies that never gets public. This if stuff it happens. Hit my company, all the time. it has to happen a lot. You know what I mean? We, we're a company right. of like 21 employees. Did you pay? No, they, uh, like I said, they just shut everything. Uh, okay. okay. They shut everything off. They paid. wiped off every computer. 
and then they reinstalled everything, and then we were back up. For two days, we worked without you know, computers. Everything was, we had to handwrite packing lists, things of that nature. A hacker's fee is the same thing as a Ticketmaster convenience fee. You can pay us $5 million, and, and conveniently, you'll get everything back. See? It's just a fee. This goes back to all these big companies just, like, trying to cut every fucking corner, get computers to do everything so they don't have to train and pay people. So you have right. people who are basically oblivious to how what they're even doing. It's just this mindlessness. And speaking of mindlessness, let me go back to your refrigerator guy there. Why sure. are people so brazenly willing to accept they're completely fucking brain dead? Like, I would be embarrassed to say, like, do I have milk or do I not? What am I going to the grocery store for? Why did I come here? here's my here's my thing. Phone, tell ha- me. <laughs> <laughs> my whole thing is that are you at that point where either your refrigerator is at the max? What happens if you get extra milk? Mm. What how you know what I'm saying? Like, do you do you take a month to drink it? Yeah, like, I, I, good- I always find room. My wife hates when I go to the grocery store because I always come, especially if I'm only going for like two things because I'll come back with $60 of shit. Uh, the last thing you left out is that the other reason that people pay the fee is that um, they replace their, all of their music collection with only Gorky Park. And that's the only way you can get, get it back. Get your tunes back. I, I just imagine the guy just about ready to like fucking you know put a bullet in the in the <laughs> bull's head or the pig or whatever he's gonna about to kill, and all of a sudden it's like, put it down, Phil. What's going on? You can't kill it. The internet's down. Today, of course, we're going to talk about live music and kind of the return of that since the lockdown. Yes. Since you and I uh, both last talked, uh, we have taken in our first live music experience uh, since the, the lockdown started. But before we get into that, uh, there is another thing in the news that, that's kind of notable <laughs> is that like a bunch of a couple of billionaires are whipping out their dicks and trying to be the first guy on just on the tip of space. Uh, <laughs> just the tip? Just the tip. <laughs> I had a Cobra hack that we could do to get our own person into space. Now, it's a little too late to be the first, but we could be maybe the cheapest. We could get the most, you know, regular Joe up there, if you so to say. Um, So here's my idea. It kind of ties into the whole ladder thing. Now, space is about 
Oh, they said 50. The NASA at 50 miles says you're in space. 50 miles straight okay. up. Okay. Oh, and I think okay. I think one of the um, small dick billionaires is going about 52 miles. And the other smaller dicked one says, that's nice, tiny penis there. But uh, Jeff Bezos' tiny dick is going to go to 62 miles. And this is in what? Going up in one of the SpaceX rockets? Oh, you're not familiar with what I'm talking about? No. No, they both have their own little things. Uh, what's his name? What is the Richard Branson is the the, the, sure. the billionaire for Virgin. Uh, he has a... It's like a plane carrying a spaceship underneath it that goes up and then... The spaceship is let go, and it shoots into space, and they sit there for five or six minutes and then come back. Uh, The Bezos one is one of the most phallic-looking things ever. It literally has kind of (laughs) like that circumcised tip. And his is just going up there. They float around for 11 minutes and then return. And not to be outdone, I believe Elon Musk is going to be at... Uh, Branson's uh, launch site today. It might be launching right as we're speaking here, as a matter of fact. Wow. Um, Timely. So anyway, we're going to use, we're going to go a little further than than um, uh, Mr. Bezos, uh, the Amazon guy. So we're going to look at 63 miles. And roughly, the, the, the city of St. Cloud from my house is 63 miles. So here's my idea. We get a ladder and we make one that is stretches from here to St. Cloud. And we, 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 we strap a chair on the end in St. Cloud, right? All right. And we just get a bunch of people together and, and, and a bunch of rope. And we, we put a helmet on the guy sitting in the chair, and we all just kind of slowly pull that ladder straight up. Once it's uh, perfectly straight, dude's in space. Bam. I, I'm sorry. Uh, do, do you have an engineering degree, or what, what's going on here? Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm more of an... You know, self-taught amateur engineer. None of those are really fucking good. Describe the again. It's it's a, it's a it's a sixty-three mile again. long ladder. At one end oh. is a chair, mm. and at the other, and somewhere in the middle, we have ropes tied up, and then we just have people pulling towards you know, like pulling the the, the ladder so it slowly goes straight up erect. Oh, and once it's basically yeah. you know got a nice uh, basically horizontal or. You know, get a nice forty-five degree angle there, or ninety degree. The, the dude's in space. Interesting. Tell me why it wouldn't work. <laughs> I don't know how to react to this. This was not what I thought you were going to present to me. I thought there was ways of smuggling yourself on. Well, you can do the like whole that. ladder thing. Just show up at the site tonight or this morning and, and walk in. Just carry a ladder onto the ship. And, and yeah. Nobody's going to ask you anything. That's what I mean. That's where I thought you were going with this. That All of a sudden, you just see one of those clips of a guy in the background waving wearing a Judas Priest t-shirt. Or whatever like that. Nope, 63 mile long ladder. It can be a pole. It can be anything. Okay. You know what I mean? It just has to be something strong enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's. You know what I should do? We, we, should, we can fund this through uh, if we ever kick off that that Pantheon thing or whatever. Uh, it's Patreon. Called. Yeah. Patreon. If we ever get our Patreon, Patreon thing Pantheon. set up, uh, yes, that's all. Officially, all the money is going to go to uh, the Cobra and Fire space space 63 something mile. Ladder fun. <laughs> no, we have to have a fancy space name for it. We'll work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. come up with that. Well, en- enough about all the, the silliness then. Let's get into kind of today's topic. Before we share our own personal stories here of, of, of shows we took in, of course, anybody who's into music and has been craving for the return of live music knows that every freaking band is out there right now. Just there's dates if you if you music is coming your way people if it hasn't got there yet and uh so basically everybody's going to be on tour for the next you know foreseeable future until they they shut us down again i guess but uh 
Of course, one of those people would be Ace Freely. Now, Ace Freely recently announced his new VIP packages. Uh, a package, okay. I should say. VIP package. Mm-hmm. Package. Anyway, so I wanted to break down what you get with the VIP experience. Now, my friend Wilson, he took in one of these, and I'll tie into that at the end here, uh, on his last tour. Uh, and uh, I, I believe this is very similar to what he got at, at that time. So here's what you get. Now, I want you to kind of go through and kind of get a running total and tell me what you think meeting Ace Freely and getting this stuff is worth. Okay? You're a big Ace Freely fan, and you, you want to go to this. Uh, okay. But you're also, you know, a, a fiscally responsible human being. So mm, let's balance yes. things like that. I know that person doesn't really exist. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah. So a Kiss fan that's also good with their money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so the first item you get uh, as the only fiscally responsible Ace Freely fan out there, uh, you get a VIP <laughs> laminate. Uh, what do you? Well, what kind of value should we put on that? I just say fifty bucks. Really? I would say five to ten, but uh, let's uh, oh, let's just say twenty-five. I, I thought this laminate got. got, got let I'm me sure do it's stuff, cool though. and collectible, but it really is. Yeah, but it means I'm a VIP man. I get to walk around different places. Well, have you, access you, to things. Is that you what and it I does? both know that that only gives you access to this little meet and greet. There's you're not right. running around backstage and touching guitars or anything like that. Well, anyway, I just say anything that's laminated is nice. I'm going to say 50 bucks. If it's shiny and it hangs around my neck, it, it's worth 50 bucks. All right, fair enough. And then the second thing you get is a so it's already signed, a signed yeah. Ace Freely 8x10 photo. What, a signed photo? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was going to say 100 for that. I mean, shit, they, they charge you Okay. I'm, I'm, this is what I'm, I'm saying. I'm a slightly fiscally responsible Ace, Ace Freely fan right here. All right, so I'm we're at 150 bucks. total. All right. You also get a signed 8x10 Space Ace photo. Like the cover of the album? I assume so. It doesn't. Right. It does not uh, give me any more than that. Uh, still, I'm going same size, same thing, 100 bucks. Wow. Uh, a signed 11x17 poster. Mm, now the dimensions are getting bigger. A lot of signing. Um... On that, I'm going, um, still, uh, size sometimes doesn't matter. It's a signature. I'm, I'm going to say 100 bucks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you might want to go to this. Uh, a signed set list. Never before offered. Uh, 50 bucks. Wow. Uh, and a VIP Ace Freely guitar pick set. How many, how many guitar picks do I get? What's the set? Set of four? Set of six? Set of 12? I gave you all the information they gave me. Uh, oh. it's, they're all, each one is signed? You can't really sign a guitar pick. The VIP uh, Ace Freely guitar pick set. Yeah, I don't know. 25 bucks. Uh, and a socially distanced photo with Ace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you're six feet away with a wide lens? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one, based on the photography skills of when we saw Gene Simmons and Ace Freely of, of people using their, their cell phone cameras, I'm going to say that's just included with all this. Well, this is, is all included, but yeah, I, but you, you're determining value based on the individual uh, items all right, here. So. On that, I just, I don't know, 50 bucks. I mean, all right. Uh, yeah, here, here's, I, I go way lower on that, this stuff, especially the laminate. I'm gonna say ten dollars on that. The signed photos, fifty bucks for each one of them, so that's three. The signed set list to me is the is probably the coolest thing on there. I'm gonna go hundred bucks on that. The Ace Freely guitar pick set probably twenty five bucks, so we agree on that. 
And a socially distanced photo with Ace, the fact that it's a socially distanced photo, and I get it. I, I'm not knocking it if, 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 it may, if that's how he wants to do it, I don't care. But to me, that's worth zero. Uh, a picture of me six feet away from Ace Freely is not <laughs> uh, that important to me. You know what hey, I mean? Photoshop, if, does it include post-editing to put you together? Like, do you yeah. put your arms out? Yeah. So, so my total is 235. Is mm-hmm. you know, And then toss in the fact that you're meeting Ace Freely. I think that's, that's up to the, the individual person. I think you could throw a couple bu- hundred bucks at that. So uh, mm-hmm. I got 475 for my for mine. You might want to go. He's selling these for five hundred a pop. So, I so you you actually think cheat. this is actually fairly uh, good value, huh? No, I think that this is this is what the per, this is what somebody that was into the band would be able to spend. It's a lot of different things. It's all about you, you're leaving there with enough stuff to mm-hmm. make you you met your guy, and you got some stuff. I think that's not crazily uh, for a fan. For a VIP experience, based on stuff I've seen across the board, this seems okay. I agree. Does, they, yeah. I don't think this okay. is a gigantic ripoff. That definitely wasn't where I was going. Oh. It, it does seem like a fairly decent offer, but again, that socially distanced photo is a killer. Look, again, I get it. I understand it. I'm not I'm not looking for people can, to debate can I, why Can I tell you what that. what that is? Yeah. That's what's on the list. When you're in there, guarantee he's going to stand I hope so. You know, especially, you know, maybe by then, you know, this was launched a couple months ago. We know more now. You have to say that. But he has not updated his website. It still says socially distanced photo. So assuming that's what you get, that's kind of BS. But uh, I mean, knock a couple hundred bucks off if you're going to do that is all I'll say. It's like I was a member of the Rock Soldiers back in 1992 for $50. I got all this similar shit except for maybe the picks. And I got access to every, any Ace Freely show I could make it to. Mm-hmm. I got it was granted me entry. Boom, fifty fucking dollars. This yes. doesn't even get you in to see the fucking show that night, man. Doesn't matter, man. <laughs> Gas was seventy five cents. You could buy a car for twenty thousand dollars. A new, uh, or not a new car. You could buy. You could buy your neon was five thousand dollars new. I mean, this is a this this is back in the day. Times have changed, bro. Yeah, I guess. Uh, no, I, I I do think money wise, it's it's really not that elaborate compared to what we're talking nowadays. I mean, Christ, tickets to a show could run you a couple hundred bucks, uh, depending on the show. You know what I mean? I, um, I, yeah, I do have issues anytime that these packages don't include any kind of ticket. It's like this is the yeah. stuff on top of you getting a ticket. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, I do think they have to figure out a way to do that. The reason they do that is because this is independent all their own. And if you, right. pay, I guarantee, if yep. you pay cash, the government doesn't know about it. Um, but I don't right. know how you pay for this. I don't know. It says add to cart, so I'm sure it's all, all above board. I'm not accusing Ace really of any tax evasion here. Here's the kicker, though. My favorite part is that it is limited to how many per show. Do you think? First of all, do you <sighs> think he needs to worry about having a limit? No, I'm gonna say that that per per place, these are probably if he's on tour with. Uh, Alice, these are maybe fifteen hundred seaters, maybe a thousand mm-hmm. from every t- place I go that I see those him play at. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say of that, this is the one or two percent of that crowd that's gonna go. Mm-hmm. So I would say a limit of ten okay. people to, or fifteen max. Yeah. Uh, they they make a big point of uh, noting that only thirty per city. Uh, so buy them quick, man. There's only thirty. Like 
Dude, you can wait till the day of the show. If you, if you hit 30, they're going to be like running, like just like, fuck yeah, we got 30 VIPs. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, so yeah, my boy Wilson, who went to this about whatever, a couple years ago, uh, I don't remember what he paid, uh, probably somewhere in this this range. Uh, and he got uh, a non-socially distanced photo with Ace. There was, I think, two other people with him there in Denver. Uh, so... And, and, and Denver's a sizable community. Uh, I think yep. you, you could go by the population area uh, to kind of get a, get a gauge on it. So, yeah, they might hit 5 to 10 at some of the bigger cities, but I, I just... I do have to say... Pers- if it's I a, it's a cheap sales... It's like a really lazy sales trick, you know? It, I, I can also tell you that the bigger the city, the 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 less Ace Freely fans there are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all about the Midwest, man. Yeah, it's all about the really, small really town. Is. And the, That's a good you know point. I mean? Like it, it's just it's just a rock percentage thing. Period. Now, if if it was fish, a lot of VIP is sold. Ah, the fish. You motherfucker. Yeah. The fish well, or the radio. Well, what if it, well, well, we should come up with our own fish VIP. You get uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a hemp jerk sock. Both of us have seen live music in the great outdoors. Two two things that go great together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and uh, both involve uh, hair bands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to a point. Literally on on my end, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I would like to, I would like to, you to have the floor first, sir. The wife and I we went up north to Duluth and we took in a hairball show. Now, uh, on uh, every year for the Fourth of July for the past I don't know at least three or four years hairball other than well, of course last year but they've done this annually now for a while as I'm getting at they they play at this thing called Bayfront Music Fest and it's uh, just a, an amazing setup it's like basically just an outdoor. Uh, st- stage right off of Lake Superior, so basically, right you're, you're looking at the you know the, the the giant lake there behind the band. It's just easily nice. one of the coolest setups I've ever seen a concert at. I I, I would wish I could see more of of sh- of this kind of show there. You know what I mean? I like you know mm-hmm. maybe bands that weren't just doing cover music and things of that nature. Do uh, they do that there? What's that? Do they have? They do. Mid, like uh, mid, the day middle. before was a country fest with some uh, national artists, but not. I ha- I didn't see anything on the calendar that of, of any interest to me besides this. So and That's for those cool. who I love those type I love those type of venues. Sorry to slow your roll, but no, yeah, and it's I great. Uh, it, it really. It, I, I I honestly can't say much more how I enjoyed just the whole atmosphere of the thing. But uh, um, now for those unfamiliar with Hairball, I have talked about them on the show. They are basically a, a tribute to. That, that 80s hair metal scene thing. It, uh, it was started about 20 years ago by uh, the lead singer from a, a local band called Slave Raider that had some uh, national traction back in the 80s, but they never really 
then it really broke. They got a little play on MTV, that kind of stuff. It's had different members over the years, but basically it kind of stays the same. How many people is it? Six? Yeah, it's six. Eight? It's three singers. So, yeah, they basically rotate the singers in and out. Um, right. And, and they'll come up dressed as D. Snyder with full-on costume. They open the show uh, playing a Kiss trilogy, and like the, the guy singing that was in full makeup, 77 Paul, or, or uh, actually uh, Destroyer era Paul, I believe. Um, and, and so they do that the whole time, you know, with ACDC, Guns N' Roses, they, you know, Motley Crue, they just come out dressed like the, the person there that's singing. I always feel like, you know, when I talk about these people, people who aren't familiar, haven't seen them, they think of like something they've seen before, like, you know, at, at a local bar or club or some kind of like outdoor street dance or something like that. These guys are, are pretty fucking huge. The, the, I, the audience I was expecting was going to be pretty large anyway, because I've seen them at the state fair, and there was like five or six thousand people there, and they put on a full like stadium kind of show: lights, pyro, a giant stage, you know, levels, you know, all the good stuff. So I was expecting something like that. But when we show up at the Bayfront uh, uh, Festival Park, there are more poor porta potties that I see right away <laughs> than I've seen at Northern Invasion the last few times there. I'm like... It's a good indication. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, I won't have a problem going to the bathroom. <laughs> that turned out not to be so accurate. So the best I could find on the number for this thing was it was about 10,000 people. Good Lord. And, I mean, when we first got there and the first band started... This uh, was the only thing that... W- this was not like a... Uh an all day and also a fest of some kind. Nope. Uh, this is the only the, thing going on the in there fourth, that day. Yeah. But it was the 4th of July too. Yeah. I mean, it was, they okay. had a 4th of July all day thing that was going to be in the same area, but that was free. It was no, not a ticketed event. This was a ticketed okay. concert. You know, you, 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 you had to have, buy tickets to get in that kind of stuff. And, and our tickets were $25 before fees. We first get there and it's, you know, not that packed, nice and spread out. And that's kind of what I expected. But by the time hairball came on, you know, the, the, the sun is set and there is just, it's, it's like I'm at a, a, a packed festival. I was just blown away. It was so fucking fun, man. I just I had a great time. That I'll I'll be honest. If a cover band is good, that's really all I need to 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 get entertained. Uh, as a kicker, I was able to drink Coors Light the entire time for the whole night. <laughs> Here's my total: forty five dollars. That is very reasonable by by most standards. To the fact that I could go I don't know four hours of drinking and just a little over ten bucks an hour. Here's my question: Were they the the uh, the silos, the twenty four ounces that they shoved? They at were you, sixteen was... ounce cups. They were oh, they're not, pulling them out bad. of a tap. All right, so. all right. Uh, but I will tell you this, and I'll touch on this at the end here because I have a fun game. Uh, I saw probably one to one, if not slightly more people drinking White Claw than beer. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. Oh, that's getting out there. It's it's, it's out of thing. control, and yeah. It, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, when when, I, when when people like Stephen Michael talks about spending fifty dollars to go see a hologram of Dio and says it's just about celebrating the scene, man. To me, this is more <laughs> more like that. This is something you go with your buddies and you pay attention when you want to, and when they're playing something you don't really like that much, yeah, that's when you go get a beer or something like that, or you you, you talk to your friends and things of that nature. This is a celebration, and also, you know, I, I have a problem with um. Uh, tribute acts, as they like to call themselves, where basically they're just today. You know, I'm basically an Alice Cooper impersonator, but I don't want to call myself that, so I'm going to say I'm billion dollar baby. You know, and, and it's just and they they just that's the only thing they do. This is cooler. They they don't do the same show every time. They mix up the set all the time. I mean, it's just you. So you'll see. 
different tributes each each show. Now there's certain ones that are more popular that they kind of stick with each time, but and these are top notch, you know, musicians. I mean, these guys spot on nail these songs at least for the live performance. You know what I mean? I'm sure if you broke down a, a soundboard audio, you could you know, maybe hear certain things that aren't you know exactly perfect, but the sound and vibe is captured to the to the T. They are just a very professional killer rock band. And yeah, if you want to drink too many Coors Light and have a good time, I couldn't recommend a, a better band to kind of do it to. I'll just back you on on what you saw because uh, damn near a decade ago, I never heard of Hairball, and mm-hmm. they played the the uh, Friday night of Rock in the Range in Ohio, one of the you know AEG fests, and spot on. They came out, they did. Uh, I don't know. They just there's a combination. They would go two songs, two or three songs. Keep the revolving singer. It was like an hour and a half show. Exactly kind of what you just described. And I was super impressed. The sound was. It was one of the best shows I saw this weekend of other quote, real <laughs> bands. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I really was. It was fun. Um, no, they're they're the, the legit. And if that ten thousand number is right, that's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar payday just on the gate. And I wasn't the only guy drinking fifty dollars of Coors Light. There was right. a lot of people doing it. Uh, and, and for those wondering, uh, we, we had a hotel walking distance. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's good to see so many people just getting out and, and having a good time, just wanting to, to, to go out, right? Absolutely. I, I, think, I think we all kind of need some kind of relief from the, the, the past year. And, and this, it, it gave it to me. I get it. I, I know why people are, are excited. So there was one negative to the thing I, I forgot to mention. Can I get into that? Oh, please. I love negative. <clears throat> There's not a lot of talent in Duluth, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, is that the complaint? Okay. <laughs> you but, know, one of the great things about Shades at a concert, you know what I mean? You can kind of like... <laughs> sure. You didn't need them. Didn't need them. No, right. just uh, all right, all right. throw them yeah. in the garbage. Can I also let you know it also has to do with the fact that it's hairball? Yeah. It will go into mine, too. I'm just letting you know the, the, the median age. <laughs> I think it's Duluth. Uh, <laughs> okay. Do you think it's, so now it's, you're insulting Duluth and taking away from the hairball? That's fine. But I, but you I, think that, were you wearing your, your buck naked... Uh, uh, underwear isn't that where it's made? <laughs> you know, yeah, I believe it is actually founded in Duluth, Duluth Trading Company. I was wearing some uh, Duluth Trading Company draws. I, I guarantee mm. it because I'm pretty that's nice. Pretty much all I wear. Um, one other thing, uh, and this is for the listeners' fun. And I, I think with, with White Claw becoming more prevalent, my wife actually came up with a game called White Claw Bingo. And so Ooh. what I what I've done is I've kind of I compiled a list of the things that we saw drinking White Claw, and I'm going to actually share this bingo card on our Facebook group. So, listeners, go ahead, print this out, take it to the next show you go, see if you can get bingo. So this entire card were things that you actually did see happen. Yeah, so I'm not going to go through the whole thing, it'll take too long, but let me hammer out a few of them, all right? Yeah, get me five in a row here. All right, so, uh, for instance, uh, I saw a dude in a Slayer shirt drinking a White Claw. Bingo! (laughs) It's okay, though, because he was wearing a Slayer shirt. Yes. <laughs> All right. Or if you see a guy or a girl with a mullet and cut-off sleeves holding three white claws. Bingo! Ooh. Yeah. All right. Two, How do you hold three? Uh, two in one hand, one in the other. Okay. Uh, you got to stack them. All right. Okay, it's a stacking mechanism. Okay. This, this, this one's going to be tough to get because we only saw one, but that you, you, they can't all be easy. Two dudes... With a white claw in each hand and two more in shirt or shorts pockets. Bingo! So they're holding four total, you know what I mean? Cargo? Uh, yeah, they have to be cargo if they're in the shorts. Okay. But the ones we saw were actually in the shirt pocket. But I figure for the Ooh. listener, if someone can figure a way to put it in their, their jeans or their, their shorts as well. That's another thing. Uh, jean, cut off homemade jean shirts are back for men in Duluth. Uh, but sh- so I'm, I, 
Yeah. Shirtless and jean shorts drinking a White Claw. Bingo! All right. All right. And I'll, I'll just give you one more, and then, like I said, I'll throw this up on the website uh, or uh, on the uh, Facebook group for people to print out. Uh, um, three bros j- who dressed in matching outfits, each holding more than one White Claw. Bingo! So, <laughs> two or three. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, you've been asking me two or no, three? No, no, no. I'm just saying more than one. So, it could be okay. two, all right. three, four, whatever. Yeah, I, this is gonna kind of go in my direction for my little bit too. <laughs> thanks, for that. thanks for that. That's all. Uh, so, so I'll, I'll leave you with that. Uh, uh, thanks to my wife Toots for uh, not only providing well me show material, but uh, yeah. Uh, Did she write these down while like in a we little, just kind of kept a, a running total like when we got back to the hotel and kind of hammered it Perfect. out. Perfect. And then I, I made the little chart at work. So yeah. So people, please, if you do this, make sure you share your results with us. Uh, like take us to any concert you're going to. It's it's concert season. Let's get out. Let's go. And then play some White Claw Bingo while you're at it. seen it's full of wine that they're they're you know beer manufacturers that are putting the branding like they have one i don't understand how the connection is here it's natural light spiked seltzer and it's like lemonade or something like that I'm like, yeah who thinks i'm i was thinking about getting this but now that it's endorsed by natural light like this is gonna push me like i'm gonna go this direction or bud light bud light seltzer like, yeah, that, that one especially drives me up a wall because that I, I I hate branding to that level. Like the brand is so important. Bud Light is a light version of Budweiser. So it's already right. like a second tier thing. And now you're like, but the t- name Bud Light, that brand is so strong. We need to put Bud Light on margaritas, Bud Light Bloody Marys, and now Blood, Bud Light fucking sparkling water, which is just fucking their attempt at doing White Claw. At least White Claw was its own thing, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> I respect a man with White Claw much more than a Bud Light seltzer. Absolutely. My God, dude. Sack up and get a fucking beer if you're, if you're going to walk around with that thing. I, I just I just don't get that. That's oh, they a, did have some asshole beers. Uh, you're 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 one of the places you like. Benton Paddle was there, and of course Castle Danger, two Duluth area uh, uh, asshole brews. So 
I've not had either, but I'm sure I would have loved them and recommend them to everybody <laughs> as I was drinking them. And, they all taste the same, me, so who fucking cares, right? Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, I'd be giving my review of the beer talking in the middle of all the songs. What do you think? <laughs> That's the next level when you have an asshole beer and you interact and you're, and hey, you're talking really loud. Hey, Hairball is a perfect show for that. Just do it like during, I don't know, Mr. Crowley, something I don't need to like really dive into. There you go. Oh, I was going to ask too. That, 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 did they play, uh, for those that are not so so keen on, on cover bands in general, like let's say they play two or three songs of a band. Do they throw in a curveball? Every once uh, in a while. I mean, uh, like... Um, well, I think I mentioned to you that they played uh, when they did Kiss. They did uh, they opened with Detroit Rock City, then did uh, King of the Nighttime World, and then Shout It Out Loud. I would put those last two. I mean, they're pretty. If you're a big Kiss fan and going to a Kiss show, those are things that are going to be in there. But a cover band doesn't play either one of those songs very often. So they don't play the King of the Nighttime World at least. or yeah. cover bands don't play Shout It Out Loud. Eh, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm speaking generally, so yeah. If you saw a hundred cover bands that play Kiss, one might include "Shout It Out Loud." Agree, disagree. What do you mean? Agree, just it's, it's not even like debate. It's not even close. It's rock and Can roll we have all a night, argument? and that's about it. They don't cover bands don't play "Lick It Up." They don't play "Heavens on Fire." They don't. They 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 love Gun and Rock and Roll All Night are the big ones. Maybe Deuce. Yeah. Deuce is even kind of deep, but yeah, I, I think they play I Deuce when seen- the guy does Gene. But anyway, I must have seen I must have seen some rogue cover bands yeah, in my day. Kids yeah. that played all those. Yeah, at some family event. <laughs> Add to the comments. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so. stuff like that. I can't remember the, the set list specifically, but then you know, like Twisted Sister, they played the two big ones. That was it. So right. Okay. Cool. So yes. Yeah, so uh, uh, I think it's the moment that everybody hasn't been waiting. Yeah, let's for, get into it, my, baby. <laughs> Fucking Freedom Fest. Freedom. Yes. So just to give you a little, uh, we'll put, I'll put the, we'll put the links in the show notes if you're curious, but this is the third time that we've discussed Freedom mm, Fest over the you're years. You're a regular now. Just, it's a regular. I happen to, it's just worked out that every two years, every two, two laps around the sun, I decide to attend this thing in Denver called Freedom Fest, which is put together, uh, by somebody that really likes hair bands and has been in, and never been in the same venue twice. The, this time, it's at this area called the Arapahoe County Fairgrounds. Now, where this is, is it's east of Denver, which it's – there are zero mountains. It's basically the Great Plains. It's towards the airport. Okay? Gotcha. So just a big – All right. Big, imagine any park that has nothing in it. It's just a flat ground. Okay? Mm. So the opposite nice. environment of uh, – uh, the opposite environment beauty that you would describe at your, your – your thing, so just yeah. to give you an idea. And for the day of the Freedom Fest, it decided that the day that – remember, everything revolves around me. The day that I finally get to a, go to a concert, it, it the, the as soon as I went there, um, this time with nephew Steve mm. uh, St- uh, and everything like that, that as soon as we get there family. to the venue – Yeah, that's right. Family dragged them there. This year, uh, the temperature dropped to like 50 degrees – at like two o'clock, winds, rain, not a very good environment. The place was soaked from the night before, so the whole place was like you would get there and, and your your feet would sink into the, <laughs> the earth when you're walking around. Not making a joke, like yeah, wet no, feet. I'm just enjoying it. Uh, it's, yes, you're, pa- you're so painting it's, a picture, baby. You're painting a picture. So imagine you're going there, and uh, and instantly, as soon as you get out of the car, socks wet. Rest of the day, you got another six <laughs> hours to go. That's always fun. I love that feeling. 
Yeah. So, but, and, they, and you're thinking like, yeah, but what would convince a man to bring his nephew to a show? Here's the lineup this year. We got, and the, the, the main thing is you've got those same ones that I talked about, Kicks, Slaughter, and Autograph. Didn't care about. But the reason that I really wanted to go was to see Bullet Boys and Warrant and also to see what the hell Stephen Piercy, the voice of Rat, was going to do. Hmm. Got it? That's yep. the lineup this year. So from that from that lineup, would you have gone if it was in your town? Oh, yeah. For the, for yeah I would have, if, okay. if, if uh, you know, I mean, I would have gone with you, man. Okay, cool. Anyway, before I start this from the from the weather and everything like that, knowing me, and then I show up at 3 o'clock, and the, the set times are Warrant is now the headliner, okay? Because, oh, I forgot to mention, Loverboy. Mm, stuck in <laughs> Canada Boy with uh, Wally Gator. Uh, we actually co- we covered that in a past episode, but yeah. Okay. That's why okay. Uh, the voice of Rat was there. That's right. So yeah. it was last minute edition kicker there. Um, so based on the information I provided hey, so uh, far. Fun fact, didn't Juan yeah. Crochure go out as like calling himself the other voice of Rat for a while? I'm pretty sure he did. Did he? <laughs> yeah. He did like solo Rat shows and, wow. he, and he called Juan Crochure the other voice of Rat. We've had enough. I, I would love to show watch a show because he's their headline. Does, does he do that? What's the the one? The one copter. That's it. He I love it. He has all sorts. Of, he has like three moves. He just kind of keeps them on on rotation. Well, I wish the Wanacopter was there. We'll get there there soon. But yeah, okay, let's but, get into but, this, man. But but based on the information, me showing up at three. And warrant not playing until nine thirty at night. Do I make it through the whole show? Your guess. <laughs> no, I've already got I, wet I, socks. And it's bad weather. I didn't even know who the yeah. Before I knew all the bad stuff like the weather and, and shit like that, uh, I I was like, you're not you, who are you fooling? You're going to be out of there at seven o'clock. Yeah, because you you asked if we could record a little later the next day or something like that, and I was like, you won't yeah. you won't be necessary. You're going to be home by eight. Okay. Okay. So, you, what, what's your what's your guess on when I'm going to bail? I would have had you out of there, shit, by six o'clock. <laughs> See, the, okay. So a few hours. Fair enough. Okay. So we get there, and the uh, I mean this this place. Let me tell you, uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. There is a healthy amount of people here already, though. I'm I'm impressed. Like I've seen it's probably the, the for the past ones. It's it's been much different than the hairball thing. We're talking about like maybe on the fifteen hundred mm-hmm. two thousand zone before when I've gone to these. Uh, this was easily already at the early part of the day, like three thousand, and I think it probably climbed to four to five thousand okay. by the end of the day. Very packed. Um, That's bigger than and- previous years, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like yeah, like right. that's that's I would factor say in that d- weather. That's double. that's pretty impressive. Right. And this these and, these old bands. <laughs> oh my god. I mean that this I'd say the median age here was uh my nephew is like twenty seven, um, but so he was one of the younger ones there. I would say it's I was even the forty forty well, we'll just call it up fifty. Fifty is the median age. Yeah? Yeah, that same uh, with yours? Well uh median, yeah, I guess that's probably not too far off. I'd say between 45 and 50, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, let me ask you this. Was this one of the events where they allow you to bring those fucking camping chairs? Oh, <laughs> okay. So from, from, yeah, camping, lots of camping chairs. And I've noticed one thing, uh, too, is that, I don't know why I've never noticed this before, but the camping chairs, they have the backpack strap. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. It's actually a backpack slash, okay. So I saw a lot of those. 
Um, yeah. You could bring a backpack I in. I wish they would real make backpack. that more known because I would have loved to have brought one of my chairs to Airball. <laughs> oh, even though you're a hater of the chair. Oh, I am a total hater, but, you know, I'm also getting up there. You know, it's like, uh, you know, my body's breaking down. I I, uh, I got to start taking care of myself here, Luce, but uh, I could have used a rest. People are like, get to the music, asshole. Enough environment. So yeah, right. we get there and uh, 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 the, the last chords intentionally when I showed up were autographs. Um, you know, turn up the radio. You know, they they were the opener. Uh, let me ask you this real quick. Can you name two autograph tunes? No, just radio. Yeah, I, 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 I can do three. But name them. Uh, okay, um, <laughs> I'm going to dance all night. The other song, and then turn up the radio. <laughs> oh, you couldn't do three. <laughs> Liar. Oh, uh, uh, my, my best friend's girlfriend isn't me, I think, is one of their... Uh, Blondes and black cars. Hey, look at that! I got I got a handful there, but uh, oh, that's I, I've had people. Do, I'm not the kind of guy that that uh, I would be surprised would know it. Uh, anyway, carry on. No, I would just like to know how many gigs these guys get a year, and I think it's one. And that's Freedom Fest. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never they played. I don't um, even see them on that the Rock Timber Rock thing. They played huh? that Grand Rock. They played that oh, Rock Timber. They? they have to do like Monsters of Rock cruise and and M3 on a somewhat regular rotation. I think. All right. Okay. So. So we get there, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm excited about seeing the Bullet Boys. So I kind of timed it up so that would be the first mm. first band to see them. And uh, the reason I'm excited is that that a couple years ago I saw them when you got me into the album Elefante, and I saw the lineup that was, you know, Mark with the, whatever his band was, what he was actually playing guitar. Yeah, Kenny Powers on drums. Okay. Do you know Anybody Kenny else? Powers was a fictional character from Eastbound and Down? <laughs> I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, see, I'm just agreeing. Kenny Powers, okay. yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know the names of the, the other guys in the band. Yeah, but but you, I saw them. I was highly impressed, both vocally and the band was tight. Mm-hmm. You had a good time seeing them, right? When yeah, you saw no, them I saw them twice on, the, on, on that lineup. Once for the Elefante tour and once for the uh, uh, From Out of the Skies cycle. Yeah, they were, oh. they were killer. Both times, okay, yeah, never saw him the second round, but uh, so yeah, so that was my my context of I've never seen him live back in the day, and, and that was the only time I've seen him. So they get on stage, and first off, Mark himself is doing the sound check, which I found. Uh, how often do you see that? Like the lead singer going out there, check, check, one, two, did it. He was he was messing with everything, sound. Yeah, yeah. Well, bands here and there, routine. Not a not at a setting like that. No, yeah, I've never right. really. I, I guess I saw Michael Sweet uh, out there, kind of setting up his pedal board and doing that. So okay. So I thought that was kind of unique, but it was it the the so security for this year was on point. They would not. I could not do any of my hacks. I was so pissed off. I was going to show my young my young nephew how you can just sneak into the front row hmm. and stuff like that. But they were they were inspecting. I was happy that we got colds. So we got long sleeves, and I was like, watch. They never check the sleeves. I get to the thing. They're like, pull up your sleeve. That's a red. That's a red band. You're supposed to have a gray. Get out of here. So we could never get. My point is never. Could we get past the barricade? We were never in the quote VIP section. So all these all these reviews are from I would say the fiftieth to sixtieth row. Okay. Got that? Got it. So so uh, with that, uh, uh, any yeah, just take that into consideration. But so Mark gets on stage. I can just my summation of of Bullet Boys was fun but sloppy. They were a different version of the you know it's the original band now. You know the guys' names. I don't. Oh, uh, currently, yeah, you got uh, Jimmy DeAnda on drums. Let me see if I can pull this off. Lonnie Vincent on bass, and the guitar player should be more at my name here. Um, 
Oh, shit. Can't remember his fucking name. Uh, carry on. It'll come to me while I go here. In short, you've got uh, even the bass lines were a little sloppy for the love and money. They kind of screwed up a couple times. They St. Christopher. Uh, they got better at the end, but they're doing, they ended with Kiss and Kitty and, um, and obviously a smooth up in you, smooth opinion or whatever. And those always, they, they seem to tighten up. They seem to basically warm up and then end. Because the, near the end, they sounded a lot better. They were fun, okay. but it wasn't the same. I preferred the non-original lineup live. Yeah, no, I remember, uh, and just to, to reset here, they reunited uh, in, like in 2019, I think. And yeah. we saw like some live footage, or at least I did. I think it was on Monsters of Rock, Cruise, and it was pretty dreadful. But then they, they during the lockdown, they did one of those Monsters of Rock live streams. And they were amazing. Um, they were tight and sounded great. And then I tried to find some footage of what you were talking, just so I can get my own kind of take on it. I couldn't find that, but I saw some of them at M3. And it was somewhere between, the, you know, the really bad and the really good. So I... I okay. I, there's so many reasons, especially with that band. I mean, maybe Mark was just mean to everybody that day. Yeah, who knows? They went on it in was, a shitty uh, mood. <laughs> Mick yeah, Sweeta. Yeah. Mick Sweeta is the guitar player. Yeah. And, and you know... Um, Sorry, Mick. But uh, but I have I have no anybody that gives any any shit about performance wise. Uh, I realize I'm not going to post any more iPhone videos because I think, just think it's a, the yeah. distance thing too. Because I thought Mark sounded great um, that that whole day and total, total energetic, very positive, all that stuff. Oh, like yeah. that. So anyway, so if you Bullet Boys comes to your town, go see him. I think that by the time they get to your town, they'll be more rehearsed. This might have been one of their first shows. It could be as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so that's my summation of Bullet Boys. Any questions on that? No, man. Uh, I'm, uh, by that point, I'm already four white claws into the day, so. Beer you could get. This, this was licensed by you. Was Coors Light? Mm, Not nice. joking. Crisp that was and the refreshing. only. It was the and, and it came in a twenty four ounce silo for ten bucks. So Ugh. per beer, that's five bucks a beer. Not bad if you're thinking about I buying guess. a can. I guess okay, but the problem is I am not a fan. Like I say, of holding a fucking vat of beer that's going to get warm in my hand as the uh. as, as, as time goes on. Well, they so, weren't selling uh, novelty koozies for the event. Nope, I would have mm. bought one probably, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So I, I got my my twenty four ouncer that was done by the Bolt Boys. So this this goes. You, you do need to ask for my alcohol intake because there's a curve uh, coming up here. Okay. But, so then we go over to we slosh away, not an exaggeration, <laughs> through through the, this entire thing. This is not set up for drainage. Okay? You got so you go got a different this. kind of sloshed this day. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. So we get over to the to see kicks, and I can just Ooh, nice. again. I, I never had I never owned a Kicks album back in the day. Just like like uh, I did own Bullet Boys, 
but I never owned owned a Kicks album. And somehow in the last five years, I've I've seen them. Now the third time, they are easily one of the tightest live bands that you can see. I mean, every time I can't complain um, at all about them. I mean, it was night and day between those two performers as far as that goes. And uh, by the way, another compliment. Great interview with Steve. Thank you. And uh, no joke, that record is fucking phenomenal. Um, if if people like kicks, his, they oh, should, his solo one, you mean? Yeah, his, his solo. I wasn't able to play much on it because when we recorded it, it was not out yet, and they asked me not to do much more than a snippet of one song. So, okay. but I I have heard the whole thing. It is amazing. I can send it to you if you want. It's it is just a killer record. People check it out. I I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, um, I like the song Easy. Mm-hmm. I've only listened to that one so far, but that's a good that's a good rocker. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, again, just they always. Just, just on point drums, everything like that. They mentioned that their one of their guys was uh, missing, I guess, because of of, of drug. Uh, yeah, he's basically battled ad- addiction his entire time, his entire life, like basically in the band. So. Yeah, and uh, then the name of the his solo album is called "Thank You," which now I understand it. Uh, it's called "You're Welcome." Oh, I'm sorry. That's right, because that he's he did that whole bit on stage yeah. when I saw him too. About you, you say thank you. You're supposed to say you're welcome. I'm like okay. And dude. I've seen him a couple of times. I, when he explained that to me, I felt like a total fucking idiot. I was like, of course that's it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a little. I guess if you're a fan, you know, he always does that. So yeah, that's like that's like Paul Stanley having an album called People. I guess <laughs> People. Yeah. But uh, but no, I mean, I, there's nothing else much I can say about that is, except that I could just tell. You say this is confirm. Is this confirmation bias? Me giving my my nephew's opinion because he's not not a real rocker. Or what, what do you call this? Uh, no, this would not be an example of confirmation bias. This is. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll save that for the future because you definitely will. Yeah, you know, I'd say one in every four episodes, you give me an example of confirmation bias. So <laughs> every okay. time we record, there's a. Two, I'll, I'll start hitting you with them when I hear them. Okay. Should we? Should we let the the? I think you should let people know. Just 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 be a sound tone. <laughs> that you can say this this indicates confirmation bias. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with a sounder for it. That'll be a, a future uh, editing trick there. Yeah, yeah. So, then that, okay. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I can tell you this. So nep- nephew Steve, he he hasn't really gone to too many rock concerts. First one he says, like, bullet boys. You know, he just said he never heard a kick song in his entire life, except for this little sampler I sent him out here, a couple of songs here and there. And he was like, "Damn, he's an ACDC fan." He's like, "That was that was." Anyway, so. It was just good to see young man enjoying the show, mm-hmm. recognizing the rock and, and having a good time. That makes it easier uh, for you to have fun too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's like, damn, I got to go again. Weather still fucking horrible. <laughs> More people showing up and nobody's leaving. Yeah. And Steve, Steve confirmed your, your assessment that like as bad as the weather was, it didn't not seem to affect the mood of the crowd. No, nope, that's impressive. Everybody, everybody's just like, they're just fiending to to see a live rock show so kicks is done another another show in the books for me always impressive and then we move over to the voice of rat is that what's next yep come on baby what how did uh how did piercy get you so like my the last time i saw him it was three or four songs pretty good and then bad so let me uh i'm curious to see how this is going to turn out yeah well first just to go into the whole nephew thing too Loves Rat. He, he knows at least all of Invasion of Your Privacy mm. and stuff like that. So he's cool. actually excited for this one. That's one of the reasons. It's like, okay, cool. He knows it's not Rat, but it's going to be Stephen Piercy. And, mm. and does, does he characters. listen to Hair Nation so. a lot on uh, Sirius XM? 
I think he does. Yeah, no, he's had that. Is his dad, you know, like had all those those things jamming in there like that. He knows this. He knows the like, five songs you would know by Rat. If you're a, a, a normal dude, what five songs would you know? Just just say four besides Round and Round. What would for you rat? know? For Rat. Okay, if you uh, to you're Nation. in love. Uh, lay it down. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think here. I'm I'm going through the records. Uh, Wanted Man. And um, let's see, dance, dance, dance. It's pretty good. Lack of communication, maybe mm. one of them. Maybe uh, back for more. Those, oh yeah, back for the, more would be a good one. That's the Zord. I, I know that at least was back. For, it was back for more. You're in love. Yeah, but, but or way cool, Junior. You know, those are the ones that you hear. You know, so so when you think about it before Stephen Pearson even gets on, you think that man, they really did have quite an impact. You know what I mean? Like between mm-hmm. getting to, to this nephew of mine and stuff like that. And the fact that, that I, I think even before he hits the stage and everything that the blot swing, the, <laughs> I was like, that's what I was like, I was like, before he hits the stage, like this is gonna. I told him this is going to miss. This is going to be lacking. <laughs> you know, something's missing here. It doesn't have that swing. <laughs> ah, but, but so the, there's that. And then, and then we had talked right before it, saying that he just played a was it was it a rat concert? Yeah, the rat performed rat? I think two days before the, your show, and uh, yeah. uh, I think up in Walker, Minnesota, it was a uh, I, I can't remember the name of the festival. It's every year. Okay, but but we were guessing like, is it going to be maybe most of those guys or how many? I mean, guess how many people? I, are I thought rat like right basically they, the the reason they weren't calling it rat was that like maybe one was going home. But I'm like, you know, basically between L.A. and Minnesota is Denver. I'm like, right. if you're that close and you got the guys with you, why not just go to the next show? Right. But, yeah, it was and none it, of the guys. Right. So it was. So so just so everybody, the current version of, I guess, Rat just involves Juan and him. And, and it doesn't involve, obviously, it doesn't involve Martini, It doesn't involve Blotz. Whatever version that is, is not what showed up. Can you just tell me, like, there's a guy, that, people that showed up, I didn't recognize any of them. And I think... They ended up being uh, members of his quote solo rap band albums. Can you confirm? Yeah, they. I, I did some after we talked. I kind of dug into it a little bit. It was his solo band that played there, um, and I don't recognize uh, these guys from uh, other than uh, I don't know if it was Greg D'Angelo or Scott Coogan. I think Greg D'Angelo was the White Lion drummer at one point. Um, but Eric uh, Ferentinos is the guitar player. Matt Thorne on bass and the other guitar player is a guy named uh, Frank Wilsey. So I, I just, not, not names that I'm familiar with. So they hit the stage. I don't recognize anybody on stage except for Steven. Yeah. But they, they, they kick into You're in Love, you know, great riff, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go into Lay It Down. They go into Lack of Communication. And I'm, it's at this point, first off, Steven does not sound good. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay. <laughs> oh, it, damn. Not, not even out of the gate does he sound good. But I, what I realize is that, my God, I mean, just the whole thing about when you're seeing seeing this this lineup, and I've seen Rat three four times, but not in their prime. Mm-hmm. But but like it's missing. It's those those fucking riffs are different than any other hair band of their ilk. I think it's just that it's the the, the those those riffs those loud. I, I put D Martini in the same category as uh, Lynch and Jakey e. Lee from those that era, where they each had their unique approach to writing rhythm tracks. Um, and, and so this, Martini's riffs not had just the solo, kind of like just the rhythm, the rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. 
And the tone, right? Didn't he have a unique well, tone? Well, the tone anybody can replicate if they if they want to. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, especially nowadays, it's super easy. But they all had their own signature sound. That they, the, Jakey Lee kind of wanted to experiment with his sound more than those other two guys do. But uh, that that said, yeah, he definitely had a sound. Well, anyway, so it's going through, and the, the riffs are are, are are making it somewhat work. But uh, there's just something, and, and, and we discussed this, and maybe you could break it down in a way that makes uh, – more sense to the the guitar players out there, but there's just something wrong. Like the, whoever his guy in the solo band is, anytime they would go over to uh, do the solo for any of these, it just seemed like kind of when Bruce Kulick would try to do a a, a version of an Ace Freely solo, but put mm-hmm. no no work into it. Does that make sense? Kind of like it. Was, yeah, it does. I like and Bruce I, Kulick, I, but I didn't see the band, so I'm speaking in that sense. But I have seen you, what you're describing. I'm very familiar with. From the lowest cover band on up to Bruce Kulick playing Ace, you know what I mean? And right. honest to God, that was one of the most frustrating things with me with with Bruce, and that's why it took me a while to even like him in the band. It's like Bruce, you clearly you clearly can play these better than you're playing them. Uh, maybe, yeah. and to me, it really just comes down to you have to care. I, you know what? Hairball is a great example. You know what I mean? They're playing Kiss and going from Kiss into Van Halen. All right, and the same guitar player is playing both. And he's pulling both off, and they're very different kind of styles of playing. But the but the fact of the matter is, if you're going to put it in your craft and you're working to your craft, you're going to be able to pull it off. Now there is a good there's a chance. D. Martini's no 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 chump. The guitar player might just not be good enough. You know, and it's kind of the opposite of Bruce Kulick to Ace. He might not have the chops. But I what you're describing to me sounds more like just that. And this is good enough. Stephen doesn't care. You know. Yeah, and and it would be okay if Stephen actually sounded decent on top okay. of this to kind yeah. of but it was like it when you take more. that away right because then, then when you take this away like okay at least i can get into the music and you know they're they're playing all the songs i like i mean they're playing back for more you know um slip of the lip want a band they're playing everything you want to hear and it's just like there's just something missing on all fronts mm-hmm. so unfortunately it was just a it was just a, a swing and a miss this whole set for me yeah that's too bad yeah because so like you I, I, this is one of the ones i would have been looking forward to right but but I'll, I'll go to it again. Is going back to it. I, I appreciated. It's just one of those things that the, all the elements have to be. We make. I can make fun of the blot swing. <laughs> talk about this. But it's. But however you want to slice and dice it. I mean, and this band. Suppose I, I guess this is the same guys he's he's been doing solo albums since two thousand one. But he looked like he didn't even know them. The way his yeah. demeanor was around them, it almost seemed like like they were a local band that they grabbed. That was my first. Theory, I, I have just met so many musicians that they get to like this certain level like that's the song that's the song it's like you know they, they just they, they stop they don't they don't critique themselves they don't hear the subtleties and the differences i've played with people like that i've seen people like that play I, it's just it's, it's kind of annoying especially if it's something like this i just don't think steven cares enough to to correct them <laughs> you know I mean? okay I, i'll throw this out this we can maybe take this out but i still go to the fact that i have seen uh like a lot of Kiss songs are so simple, mm. but like a song like Calling Dr. Love, you put that in the wrong, all these little elements, even though the riff is pretty mm. basic and there's this and that, if one of those things falls apart, the whole f- song is pretty much a shitty song. Yeah, but with, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Elements. If if you don't okay. care to play the drum part right, it's going to affect how it sounds. If you don't accent the chord changes in the same tempo, it's like, I'm hitting those chords. It's like, yeah, but right. there's an attack to, to how it's played. And if and, and again, to be honest with you, a lot of people don't even have the ability to hear these kind of things, you know? They don't hear the difference. They don't right. they don't hear a difference between right. AM and FM radio. <laughs>
And at this point, uh, young Steve uh, needs to, to get high. So we go back to his his uh, his, his car and everything like that. And uh, we'll get he, high. He, that's right. He, he gets a little bit of uh, Rocky Mountain yeah. uh, wind to him, yeah. and uh, he's ready to go because he actually at this not, point none for like, the the fox. I didn't. No, oh, yeah. it just puts me to sleep, bro. Yeah, I was just I'm with you. It's, it's just not my bag, but uh, yeah, legalize yeah. it. Yeah, I know I'm a bit of a square. We're not getting with the, uh, not getting with the uh, the devil's devil's uh, the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> it's like some hipster with things to say. <laughs> but uh, any other ones? You, you got no, it? I didn't want to. Okay. And uh, but anyway, so so then we go. And one of the reasons we did that too. I always thought the devil's was, lettuce was Ozzy's uh, pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Is that so? Oh, that's tossing the devil's lettuce. What do you think? Yeah, that's, okay. be, that's a song title. <laughs> all right, yeah. Tossing the devil's salad. Tossing, tossing the, devil's the devil's salad. salad. I like it. There you go. All right, all right. So, um, so yeah. So, so at that point, also the reason we went there is, you know, who's up next? Slaughter. Who gives a fuck about slaughter? Slaughter. I've seen him before. Slaughter. I've seen him. I've seen him multiple times and multiple setups. It's the same set list. Yeah. They're goddamn Vince Neil's band. They don't change a thing. And uh, they were at one of the Freedom Fests before, too. So I don't care if By I'm the way, Vince Neil's right? band also half ass Motley Crue tunes. <laughs> right. All that stuff. Here's the thing with Slaughter they actually played a new set list for the most part. They switched it up. They played more than eight songs, they mm, played nice. like 12 songs. They were energetic. They had, a, they had a stage show. They had lights. They had dry ice. They, they, and I thought Mark was in good voice, energetic. Lots of fun. And, it, and also, the one thing about that is that I thought I'd missed a Blabbermouth article for weeks ago, but I guess it just happened. They Right before they played Fly of the Angels, they go, this goes out to our friend uh, who just passed away, Joey Solinger, who hmm. I guess that had just been announced that he passed. Yeah, it was right around that row. time, wasn't it? Yep. Um, it's like that, but Does that mean- fun show. No. If this had been the slaughter, if this had been the first time I'd been in slaughter, I'd be saying, go see slaughter if they're in a, in a kind mm. of these fest situation. I would never say that before. So this d- defied it just. Uh, no, I, I saw him a couple times back in the day on the Hot in the Shade tour. And then yeah. um, I've seen him twice fairly recently, like 2018 and 16. And I've, I've, I've really found their show kind of boring, but I. Yes. Uh, I, I would never say they were bad, though. I mean, I always thought they performed good. Mark sounded good. It's just for whatever reason, I, I, they, like the, the one thing you said they took out, I think was a good thing where they do that, that extended eight minute version of one of their songs. That's, that's gone. They don't yeah. do that, 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 that. Like at the beginning, they started doing the whole thing. You know, they, da, 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 in the beginning, you know, they start out the show and then they yeah. end every song like that. That wasn't that was gone, too. I was shocked. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So like when they played the song, it was decent. But then they would get to the end like, bam. They they nice. end every song like like uh, like Another a Steel Panther seconds. would do like it's the last song of the night right but that led up to the main event in a band that has been slightly elusive to me I know one of your favorite bands that I'm going to go into <laughs> Warrant ooh nice yes and and I am a a Warrant fan of certain albums of theirs of certain songs and I have I never saw the Janie Lane lineup hmm. did you yeah uh, I saw them a couple times I saw them back in the day. I saw him recently. I've seen him with all three singers, actually. So, uh, huh. my, my my wife. Uh, what was the third singer? Uh, Jamie St. James from Black and Blue is. Was that a wreck? What's that? They did a record with him. No, bad? it was fine. If you like Warren, I thought he pulled it off. Um, okay. They made my day because they played uh, Hold On to 18 at the end of the uh, of the show. So that was kind of cool from Black huh. and Blue. Uh, sure. And then, of course, I've I've seen the the. 
Oh, Mason, Robert Mason, a couple times with him, and he, yeah, he does a fine job with Warrant. I just his voice is up there with Miles Kennedy for me. But I don't want to. I'm not trying to piss on your parade. Let's uh, get into this, baby. No, it's all good. So, 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 Warrant is is it's been a challenge, man. I've always wanted to see a proper set list for them. If you were Back married to my age. wife, you would have seen him about twelve times by now. <laughs> anyway, them in Firehouse. So, Okay, so so 2014, I go to Vegas and it's supposed to be Rat Warrant and Dokken and Warrant doesn't show up. They just didn't even show up <laughs> to the gig and stuff like that. I'm like, God damn it! Now I'm stuck with fucking Dokken yeah. everything like that. So I never saw them. Then, then two years ago, I saw them. Unfortunately, they were on their cycle where they were doing the whole player album start to finish deal when they were doing uh, Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich and they got to track forward. It was sometimes she cries and sometimes I leave. You know, I was I was I was done. It was, it was too late in the day and I was impressed. They were just lazy. They, they I was like, "Okay, I hope this is not the band that I'm going to see." This time, man, they hit the stage and this, we've gone back and forth with this whole thing about playing an album in full. Yes, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah, we're Isn't both against it. We're both against it. Both against it. And I threw out the curveball of with exceptions. Of, well, well, no, I know, but but with exceptions of the of the wall or Dark Side of the Moon, Operation um, Mind uh, Crime, Operation Mind Crime, stuff like that. But but then I said like, well, what if? Because I saw the Darkness do this, for example, like you play the whole album, but you just vary up the set list and you play other stuff in that. But somehow you don't even announce it; you just play the whole album in your set, and it ends. Yeah, and then you realize just you just listen. It is, but they just happened to. But so this I didn't even know. They're actually right now. They're saying it's the thirtieth anniversary of cherry pie going on this tour tour because they okay? okay now with that Got their said, autographs on the cherry pie tour in in <laughs> okay. in store oh yeah so you told me that yeah. right right before it, yeah. it was it was there wasn't that many people there huh? no there was a ton um oh, and they okay. were late and wilson was with me I, I just went so he had someone to go with and he had to go to work and so i i'm like well i fucking stood in line for 90 minutes i'm getting a goddamn autograph uh, and then they wouldn't let me get more than one, so he was pissed because I couldn't get his stuff autographed for him. <laughs> it's like you don't even nice. like Warrant. Oh well, anyway, <laughs> let, let me let me just let me just hit this real quick, okay? So this Sorry. is how you do it. If if you, that's fine. <laughs> I have a hate hate relationship with Warrant, <laughs> obviously. So they so for somebody that actually does appreciate it, like like Cherry Pie and liked uh, uh, the uh, Doggy Dog album and some other things like this, and some of Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich. But for fuck's sake, there's like three good songs on that album. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just be honest. Um, and and everything they hit the stage, they start playing. They start with the uh, Sure Feels Good to Me, going to Love and Stereo. Then they go into You're the Only Hell Your Mama Ever Raised. All three of these are just like random album tracks that happen to be on Cherry Pie. Just quick. Quick hitters, mm-hmm. two and a half minutes, fun song. They sounded great. They uh, uh, Robert Mason sounded like Jamie Lane. I mean, for the most part. I mean, he did a good aping of 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 his vocals. Yeah, okay. I was impressed with it. Didn't sound like that before. Th- then you hit one of your favorite songs. I saw red. I'm sure you hit. Yeah. But then you hit stuff like Song and Dance Man, which I think is fucking a genius song. Mister Rainmaker. Blind Faith, and I'll go into that in a second. You have to remind me, somebody I told you, we have to talk about the Blind, blind Faith uh, side thing. Uh, train Train that goes into Down Boys. It just, it flowed. They basically played all of the fucking album in different sequential order, mm, okay. which you didn't realize until the end that you heard the whole goddamn, and they ended, I of wouldn't course, have even realized uncles. it all. <laughs> right, because you don't know the songs, but I love those songs. The, uh, for and, good, and good, like good, that. that's and they, good. Yeah. They, and they end with Uncle Tob's Cabin going mm. into Cherry Pie, 
versus, you know, just if you're playing that traditionally, you just open with cherry pie and blow your wad right in the beginning and stuff like that. Literally. Uncle Tom's Cabin, one of the greatest hair metal tracks of all time. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one's just, yeah. And and I had, I had schooled young Steve in, while we are getting high in his car watching that video right before it because he kind of knew the song. So when he saw it, he's like, yeah, this is a story song, dude. You know, he was all... I want to get Steve on and, and, and talk to him away from you. I'm like, oh, he's like, oh my god, he. So I'm fucking trying to get baked, and he's playing me fucking warrant videos. I'm like, cool, man. <laughs> yeah. So so before we go more, more about the uh, the performance, uh, I do need to talk about some. I haven't really talked about the people I saw that day. Yeah, so what goes was the into crowd like, man? Set. Okay, so like, same as yours, probably fifty years, fifty years old. Um, Hot and. <laughs> And there was definitely no need for sunglasses for what we're talking about. There was not a single nothing all day. <laughs> okay. Out of 4,000 people. All right. Um, all right. Just, 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 okay. So, right. and it's, you know, it's cold. Can I just There's find one things. person to take in a porta potty and have sex with? Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> there wasn't anybody that qualified for that. All right. Not even just th- thinking fantasy-wise. Man, maybe I should get the double-wide porta potty. <laughs> but, um... But uh, anyway, so going going back into this, there were these guys I saw in a group earlier that were wearing a gr- grown man wearing. Of course, obviously, we're all grown mm, here, yeah. but Pretty Boy Floyd T-shirt <laughs> with the whole track listing of their debut album with uh, oh. you know boys and what is it, leather boys and toys or yeah, toys and, well, electric toys and leather boys or I don't know. Okay, and then also they they were wearing uh, a band that I like, unfortunately, uh, a hardcore superstar. T-shirts too. So there's that that kind of glam stuff. They were all together, some like bro dudes. Bros. These guys slamming white claws, man. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. Now these guys might have been in that zone of like like young, you know, like low thirties stuff like that. These guys went to the gym. They're all like you can tell they're tight. They're broing up. They're Mm. but they're wearing their. They're, they're Pretty Boy Floyd shirts. <laughs> Just wait for it to make save your commentary for now. Okay. What's their backstory? Do you want to, talk about, you want to tell me their backstory right now? Or you want to until I get to the next next part? Uh, well, okay. In, like, in what age are they? You say roughly our age? Well, yeah, no, no, no. You, these, these are like, uh, like these are younger guys. 30s? Like in their mid, mid, low 30s. Yeah, mid 30s. Okay. Uh, they, they all live together in a double wide trailer. <laughs> Um, no. Okay. Uh, and yeah, they, they probably have their own gym. I don't know. I don't. I got nothing. Okay. Well, anyway, so, so as time goes, now remember that that this freezing out, right? It's freezing out. Mm-hmm. It's raining. It's fifty degrees. Now, not during, cold if you're high on meth. Okay. Well, it 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 get the you know Warren's lathering up the cl- crowd. I guess they're playing Mr. Rainmaker. <laughs> they get to blind faith. These three guys rip off their shirts. Nice. And they are moshing. Moshing to blind faith. Nice. A lot of skin on skin action between all three of these guys. They got got six packs. They got six packs going on. They're greasing. They are singing every word at the top of their top of their lungs like they're an Iron Maiden concert. So uh, just some yeah. dude slapping skin, man. Nothing wrong here. Yeah, just man. three guys, sweaty guys. Bro, in, bro it's a bro down. What's up, bro? Take a swing, bro. Right here, bro. What, bro? What, bro? Why you got to disrespect, bro? I do respect you, bro. Yo, some respect, bro. I do respect you, bro. Stop disrespecting, bro. I respect you, bro. Okay, I respect you, too. Okay. The bro down is over. Let's bro out. Bro out. 
bro down, slapping each other, high five into yeah. blind faith. Yeah. yeah? Come at okay. me, bro. <laughs> right. I love you, bro. Love you, bro. <laughs> Did not stop. Now, from that point forth, I just had to, we had to move because it was, it was much like the guy that talks throughout the set, except they were screaming the lyrics so loud that you couldn't, you know, mm. who sings a song? Then shut up and let them do it. It was that kind of oh, thing. Oh, you're that like guy. Every, not you? just the yeah, chorus. Yeah, you're that I'll guy. I'll sing the chorus. Yeah, okay. That guy. Okay. Huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, yeah. Can you please keep it down? I'm trying to enjoy the show. <laughs> no, I, just don't, I don't need to hear the- uh, I'm healthy second... Fox. Yeah, you know what? But right. you had the freedom to move, and you did. Freedom Fest. Oh, I, I did. I did. Hey, they, they played. if you don't like what? it, why don't you leave, man? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. America. I didn't want to mess with the. Listen, I didn't want to. to, to... <laughs> At one point, it morphed into a Man of War, Man of War album cover. In front oh, of me. nice. <laughs> Listen to Bland Faith. Nice. But uh, anyway, so we moved on. All I got to tell you is this: they put on a great show. It was worth staying. I didn't bail, as you see. I did mm. not bail. They well kept. Done. They kept it going. Great performance. Sounded good. Uh, and I do have to say, I'll just put it out there. I think it, uh, it, I always stand that Jenny Lane, it's one of those things, great. I think he is a, a, a definitely better than average songwriter, but he wrote some, some solid rock songs. Highly enjoy his work. And if you are a fan, unlike you, I would see this version of them on this touring cycle. That's my I'll, I'll say this. If you like Warrant, I've never seen a show by theirs where I just said, wow, they were horrible. I think they, they're, they're, a, they're a solid band. Every time I've seen them, like I've said, I've surprisingly seen them without wanting to many, many times. But uh, no, I've, I've never really walked away thinking that was an absolute mess. So even during the later days with Janie Lane, the couple shows I saw that he did, uh, I thought he, at least the shows I got to take in, he was all right. Like I see, I see Kicks Live. I think they put on a good show, tight, weren't much better written songs. That's all I got to tell you. And there's not a lot of lot, lot of heat, not a lot of cold and hot involved with them. They're like an ACDC. This, uh, the, you hear, you're sorry. I, I put Heaven, Heaven, and uh, fucking um, Heaven's a good sweet song. Home, sweet, sweet, uh, uh, Home, Sweet Home. Top, top five uh, okay. uh, 80s ballads for me. Oh, yeah. All right. I, d- heaven elk. would definitely make a top 10 for me. Um, because uh, I, I, a lot of people like when you just say you don't like something like I Saw Red. To me, the the reaction is that's because you don't like ballads. I'm like, well, that's fucking mm-hmm. not true. I like good ballads. I don't like Beth, you know. But I love Home Sweet Home was probably the the top. But yeah, Heaven is definitely up there. That's a great that's a great tune too. That's so, like I said, at least when I go see Warrant, they're gonna play two songs that I actually enjoy a lot. Oh, see, look at that. Great lyrics. I mean, I mean, you say like, I don't need to be the king of the world as long as I'm the hero of this little girl. I take that. I have repurposed this song as a father. I need to be the hero of my daughter and to lead her okay. and to be a good dad. <laughs> that's pretty lame, man. Uh, that That's the lyric you pick out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think the first verse okay. is, uh, is, is really solid. Other than that, I don't know. That that uh, I'll need to be a superman as long as you'll be my biggest fan. Yeah, that's all, man. Those, well, just I'm just saying those two lines. Uh, like when he says the first line, you, if you've listened to music at all, your brain automatically knows what he's going to say next. What is he gonna say? As long as you be my biggest fan, and he's like, as long as you will always be my little girl. 
There's something about it, man. Yeah. It just pulls at the cannon's heartstrings. It's not bad, but it's definitely not elite. I, I didn't tell you that at that point, that's when I ripped my shirt off and I got in the pit <laughs> with those with those guys from Blind Faith and I was singing every word. I, I, I usually take my shirt I off during, uh, I saw red, but then I tear it up into little pieces and stick it in my ear so I don't have to hear that dreadful, dreadful fucking song. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Love it. Oh. I saw red, man. <laughs> See, you just don't like melody. I'm like, there's no melody there. Three tones. Actually, two. Da, da, da. The weird thing is, is that both, both, uh, uh, every woman bleeds and I saw red. I thought they were both about periods when I was a Mm. kid. I didn't know. And I know it's about getting angry and it's about abuse, obviously, now. But I just was confused as a child. Uh, I I think Only Women Bleed was meant to have that kind of like, oh, not double meaning, but sort of like play on words uh, you know with the, the the thing I saw red I yeah. think is just an example of someone like really just trying to get one more song yeah. we just need ten one minutes. more do you got 10 minutes we'll hammer this out you know no no yeah I hear well I have I, I this look, one look. thing I wrote it goes like this duh, duh, duh. great <laughs> now we just need one other thing and then we'll shoot a music video yeah it's working title was it attracts bears <laughs> <laughs> it's working title was Chum. <laughs> chum, chum, chum. You like that better? I do. Uh, now that you you've actually ruined that song for me now because now I'm going to hear like like uh, almost like that like like a giant like dun 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 dun. dun nice. Right? Yeah, that's actually got more melody dun, to it. <laughs> it does. Uh, well, all right. Then, I'm then, then, I, then I, will, I, saw I, I will I will take it as a compliment because I also ruined reality TV for another guy, and I think I actually made his life better despite what he might uh, come away with it, but. Oh, okay. So now I ruined a horrible song for you. I, uh, I'm glad. Good. <laughs> I, I should mention uh, before we wrap this up that my review of Warrant might be slightly warped because at this point I was sick of drinking Coors Light. No one and they had lose. this one local distillery that had this thing called Heavy Metal Lemonade that was mm. moonshine <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> so you basically, and I didn't know moonshine was. Huh? That a Cal- that's a Colorado White Claw. I don't know what was I can tell you this much I had one of those during slaughter set which I praised to be (laughs) and I also just praised warrants and I had and I had another moonshine lemonade uh, during that one so uh, that may have things so let's take it with a grain of salt or a grain of moonshine oh right on Uh, well yeah so if you're asking me absolutely warrant (laughs) is a lot more fun if I'm hammered Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got, that's why I I got kind of a, a funny Johnny Solinger story. Do you mind if I throw that here, in here at the end? Oh, yes. Like, RIP to him, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I have seen, I saw him, the lineup, uh, I should just mention too, that I saw probably three times all in parking lots with, with him back in the, the <laughs> 2000s. Him in a parking lot too. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, he was, they were okay. Uh, it, I guess I guess we both saw him. We saw him open for Kiss in that for in that lineup for Skid Row. I never then, caught the opening act that, on any of the Kiss stuff. So I okay, I, okay. So. No, I, I've anyway. seen him a bunch of times. I always thought he did probably the best job of aping Sebastian over the the than the other two guys they've had since. But uh, I don't know what the reason for the falling out was, and I really don't care. But uh, when I went, I think the first time I saw uh, Skid Row with him was at one of those 80s fests, like also where I saw Warrant with Janie Lane. So day one, um, we, we, we camped, and then we were driving home after day two. So I volunteered to be sober on day two to drive everybody home. All right, so keep that in mind. It's important to the story here. Uh, 
Day two is when Skid Row is on. It's the middle of the afternoon, and my drummer, uh, the drummer from Jesus Chrysler, Shags, is there, the guy bef- who was in the band before Duffy. And Shags is a really difficult guy to deal with drunk, and apparently I never noticed because every time he's been drunk, I've been drunk too. This is my first time experience my drummer sober while he get uh, me sober while he's drunk. Anyway, oh boy, during Skid Row, it got to the point where I like I actually tried to hide from him, but he just sat there next to me, kind of hunched over, and he 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 kind of talked like this, right? And, and he like slapped me on the arm. He's like, hey, "Not too, this guy's not too bad, huh? Not, <laughs> not too bad." I kid you. It was, uh, maybe I'm not selling it good, but yeah, I put up with that for about 20 minutes, and I'm like, "What the fuck? He sounds fine, Jesus." <laughs> Like I gotta so say that that shags this review. Eh, not that bad. Yeah, Johnny uh, Solinger. <laughs> anyway, that's I thought that's kind of funny. That's the first thing I thought of when I when I heard about the sad news about Johnny. Sure. Yeah. No. And of the times I've seen Skid Row, the other time with uh, Dragon Force guy, his mic was basically off. So maybe that's not a good review. Hmm. But um, he's but, been okay. Uh, I, wasn't, I, I thought he was decent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but by the way, that, there's another album cycle. Now they are doing Slave to the Grind with Random Dragon Force guy. Mm-hmm. Possibly on the boat. Yeah, possibly on the boat. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, clearly we uh, we missed each other. We've been talking for almost two hours here. Uh, you think uh, time to wrap it up here? I, I do need a shower at some point today. Yes, now we need to wrap this up. Rock is not dead. You can find it in Duluth or the Rapahoe County Fairgrounds. I took a walk down a road. It's the road I was meant to stay. I see the fire in your eyes, but a man's gotta make his way. So are you tough enough for that love? Close your eyes to the heaven above. I'm coming home. I'm coming It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.